Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. Shannon, what's going on? First in, what's up, Marco? Javi. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the live Mass Journalist. AHO Man 33, what's going on? Coach Edgar, thank you. Thank you, appreciate that. I, I like the DC United jerseys, they're sick. K Hampton, what's going on? Pete Lewis. Uh, let's see, what a Quincy always repping you get. Yeah, you guys already know, man. I'm trying to keep it fresh, you know? We've been, we've been, as you guys can see, yo, check it out. I'm super, I'm proud of this. You see the setup? You see the gear? The jersey? The, the posters? Shout out Eric Weber, our full-time chief of design. Man's has been going hammer with stuff. There's a lot of cool stuff coming out. Let's see what else. Marco, I'm doing well. Thank you very much for asking. Sly Q underscore 19. What's going up? What's going up? What's going on? <laughs> Motivation. Best man bun in the game. That's right. Only speaking facts. Need that in my collection. Hey, I'm going to add the jersey and stuff to the store because you guys already know I don't. I have to pay for the jerseys. But the difference between buying the jersey for me and buying it on MLS.com is I'll sign it. And send it out your way. And I think it actually will save you a little bit of money as well, too. I think MLS.com charges more than I'm able to get them from, like, our kit man. So our kit man, I think it charges me, like, 90 bucks to make them. And then uh, I get them sent out to you. So at least covers... What is it? No. 90, 90 or 100 to make them. And then I think they're for sale for, like, 129 on MLS.com, like the actual ones. And then, yeah, I sign it. I usually add like a little note or put our book included with it and ship it out your way. So, Sly says he loves soccer and wants to go pro. Well, Sly, have you gone to perfectsoccerskills.com slash book and gotten a free copy of our book? That'll teach you exactly what it takes to do that. Because you know what it is. That's a great transition into welcome, guys, to another episode of the hashtag ask a soccer pro show i am your host 11 year mls veteran quincy ameriqua currently playing for dc united a yes so i'm in the 11th year of my major league soccer career and here on the ask a soccer pro show we talk about the msl quincy what is the msl well a lot of our amazing loyal followers and fans know exactly what the msl is the msl is the mental strength league and that's what we talk about here on the show on how to develop the mental aspects of the game so you can thrive both on and off the soccer field. Guys, a lot of the lessons that you learn from the game of soccer apply to your everyday life. So soccer is the vehicle that brings us together. It's the reason why you're probably listening to me right now because let's be honest, if you didn't, typically you found out about me through professional soccer and then from there you realize there's a little bit more going on behind these old ears than uh, just the soccer side of things. But the lessons I've learned from the game, I've applied both on and off the field, especially in my businesses. One of those businesses happens to be Perfect Soccer. So welcome, perfectsoccerskills.com is, is a platform where you can connect with and learn from pro soccer players. And every week, every Thursday at 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, now that I'm out here on the East Coast, we go live and in depth into the MSL so we can get any and all of your questions answered as they pertain to soccer or life in general. You guys know what it, you guys know it gets real deep out here. We get real philosophical. I'm feeling pretty sharp today. These la I think the last two weeks, the last two shows, guys, I have been on a on a roll outside of everything, and um, you know I'm feeling back back focused. You know, a lot of stuff has come full circle. We've got a lot of members joining the team. 
Uh, we've got more content coming out. Ryan is joined on full time. You see him probably on the account now. He's jumping on on every Wednesday. We had Mark join us. Griffin Yao called in on the live last week. Uh, we've got more guys coming in. So, yeah. Uh, as you guys know, this is a community here. We grow. We thrive. Uh, every week we work together. So make sure you're spamming that heart thing button so you guys let me know if you can hear me all right if everything is coming through good and start dropping your questions below so we can get into it so yeah spam that little likey thing heart stuff so i know you guys can hear me okay and everything's good thank you joe joe's already spamming that heart appreciate that and uh let's jump into it uh, Master Journalist said, Quincy, will you bring me a DC jersey when you come to Chicago? I will have a DC jersey, and if the sign is big enough and the MSL shouts are loud enough, you may earn that jersey, my friend. But, but, you know, no, I think I we think might, might be planning to have, have a, a big, big group, group of people, people come out to that game, game. So, so there might be some, some competition. competition. Ah, a little bit of my, my, my spark on the water. water. I picked up that hat habit in San Jose with Magnus Harrison and those guys are going to lie to you see anything and tell them, them it's their, their fault. fault. Uh, but that, that is my, my, my dream. No, 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 Kind of, kind of trap your head a little bit. Sometimes, sometimes when you, when you, you, you get, get bored or you eat or, or you just kind of want to snack something, 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 Are you guys going to say, 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 say
and or you are under a contract with your third or semi-semi-professional team. So, so based, based on the answer to those, those questions, we kind of kind of take determine which path you should go, go or how best to attack it. But you know what I would like to try to do? I try to give you a couple of plans to attack, considering the avenues and ways that I'm thinking about it, and then hopefully you can fill in the gaps. There's more information that you need, that you need clarity, or you can get some specific to you. But but if you're currently not a contract trying to come down, which 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 place to leave gives you the greatest opportunity to make the next step in your career. Like like I said, and I always say, this is a long process. It's about building relationships, building building more, but more importantly, knowing when and how to bet on yourself. If it is, if you believe it is in your best interest to go and pursue playing with this other team because um, you're gonna get an actual opportunity, uh, you feel it can open up some doors, it's gonna get you the experience that you need, I say take it take it full force and, you know, if uh, you have a falling out with your first organization or people there don't understand or don't agree with what you're doing, um, know that at the end of the day, uh, you'll be more disappointed in the times that you felt you should do something and you didn't, then you, then you, yeah. yeah I'm trying to make sure I'm comparing this to the, to, to the correct thing. You're much, yeah, you're much more likely to regret having wanted to try something or do something and didn't than having done it and it not worked out. Because at least you can learn from that. And that kind of ties into what I was writing up earlier today when I was um, creating the captions and content for the uh, the micro post that we put over on the Perfect Soccer uh, account. So as you guys know, once we go through the show, we break them down. We also reshare previous uh, previous highlights from the shows over on our Instagram account. And then I also write out captions that go along with it. And um, uh, something, yeah, I was speaking about m many people spend their time avoiding making mistakes. And I believe that that's a mistake because a mistake is validation of progress. You can only make a mistake. Uh, making a mistake is only proof to you that you've made progress because you've done something you hadn't done before, or you've done you've you've made an action that's resulted in something. So maybe it wasn't the result that you wanted, which is why you call it a mistake. But a mistake, nonetheless, is progress. So the perspective you take on your mistake is what's most important. So if the perspective you take on making a mistake is one that it will be a lesson learned. That means you have the ability to overcome that mistake in the future and make future progress. But future progress just breeds what? More mistakes. Because future progress results in hopefully what you're, what you're wanting in terms of what you want the outcome to be. But many times it ends up being not what you want or not how you want it or not how you thought it to be when you got started which means more progress. So hopefully that helps you better understand how to align your perspective with what mistakes actually are. Because for me, most people have it backwards. And I think that's why a lot of people don't, don't take risks. And because you don't take risks, you don't make mistakes. You don't make mistakes, you can't see your mistakes. If you don't see your mistakes, you can't reflect on them. If you don't reflect on them, you can't set a new plan and then you can't make more progress. Um, and by not doing that, you further validate to yourself why you're, why you're not capable of doing what you believe you're not capable of when you started out. So if I don't think I can ever kick a soccer ball properly, if I don't believe that, if I don't think, if I think just because I can't kick a soccer ball properly now means I can't kick a soccer ball properly later, well then I'm not going to take action that's going to help me increase my chances of that not being true. So by not doing that, I'm literally guaranteeing that I'll never be able to do that. And the longer I go, the more data and information of my past I have that further validates to me that I can't kick that ball. So it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And that's a trap you need to acknowledge and understand so you can then move forward. MSL, guys, who you want to be isn't who you are now, right? So who you want to be doesn't mean you aren't capable of being that person. It just means you have to take steps to become that person. And in order to become that person, you have to make progress. In order to make progress, you have to make mistakes. 
So in order to make mistakes, you have to learn to accept and be okay with not being what you want to be in the future right now and not allow other people's negative thoughts, opinions, or other uh, hateful criticism or useless criticism prevent you from taking the actions that you need to to make the mistakes, to learn from them, to gain the lessons, to become who you want to become. So there we go. We already got in there deep and we just started. That's what's up. Let's see what we got here. Uh, Latino asks, how do you not let fame and money take over, take you over? Mm. I think the way that you don't allow fame or money to, to overtake you is to understand and stay connected to why you started in the first place. Now, those who allow fame and money to take over, typically, that was the reason why they started in the first place. So though they may attain fame or money, um, they did it for the wrong reasons, at least in my in my opinion, my perspective, from their perspective, that's the right reason, right? Like, who's to say their, their approach is wrong if it got them what they wanted? And that is kind of a trap that many people fall into. Well, if I'm wrong, how come it's working out for me? And this ties greatly to success uh, maintenance. So uh, becoming successful or getting to success is one skill. Maintaining that success is another skill. And in order to maintain success, you have to truly understand why you were successful in the first place and what needs to continue to be in place or remain true for you to maintain your sex, your success moving forward. And I think those who allow the fame and the money to overtake them lose sight of the process that allowed them to get to where they were. And um, then it, it comes, again, everything can become a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? I've always, I'm successful now and I've been successful for some time. So I now believe that I will always be successful in the future. And what I'm doing now has no impact on changing that outcome because I can't see anything other than success. That's when complacency can creep in. And um, complacency is, is, is difficult because many of the reasons why you're doing what you're doing is because you want to relax or take a break or enjoy uh, the fruits of your labor but that's why and i talked about it on uh, you can see it on the flow sports account um, i was saying life is a life for me i choose to make it a process not a journey because a process means um, i'm in control or at least to the best of my ability of how I want my life to be and how I want to to navigate it. And um, what was the point that I was, uh, there's a reason why I was wanting to express that. On, uh, on the flow sports side of it, what was I talking about? Man. Man, guys, like I told you, I'm uh, lost it, lost my thought. But we move on. You must make mistakes to learn from them and move forward. So, case in point. Let's see what we got here. Serena joined the live. What up, Serena? Uh, Joe Jackson said, I'll be at the Philly versus DC game in August. So you know there's going to be some MSL representation. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Liam asked me, what's your favorite Premier League team? I don't have one. Um, I don't watch the Premier League. Um, and I haven't. So I couldn't really comment. With any like certainty um shannon had asked what was it like playing against the quakes and thanks for sending wanda something for me of course no problem uh what's it like well unfortunately this past time when the quakes came and played us here against dc i didn't get in the game but it is it's 
it's really cool and a great experience to see old or not old but ex-teammates and play against them because you know them uh, you spend a lot of time with them you 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 create a lot of bonds and friendships and relationships and though you're you're playing against them and you're in competition uh, you always love to see them do well and you want them to you want them to do well you want them to lose the game but you want them to do well so uh, it's always it's always great to connect with them see how things have been uh, see the smiles on their faces and uh, and kind of remember all the stuff all the good times you had while you guys were playing together even though you're showing up to have a bit of competition I think you know when when my career ultimately is over I think that will be the stuff that I'd, I'll miss the most is really the um, camaraderie amongst your teammates and just the overall uh, stupid antics and and banter that you have in the locker room on the day-to-day -day. Uh, you guys could I don't know if any of you guys well I know most of you probably already know I've got my vlog on my personal YouTube channel per uh, youtube.com slash Quincy America 25 you could head there and I did a vlog with the quakes for a little while so you can see a little bit of what it's like um, traveling in the hotel room you know on the bus uh, before trainings, a little bit during trainings, and you can kind of see a bit of the the characters that that were the San Jose were the guys on the San Jose Earthquakes. A lot of those guys are still there, so you can you can see most of them. Danny, Baco, you know, Wando. We well, we hands not there anymore. Uh, Luis Felipe, Matt Brasano, um, JT Jackson. Yeah, a lot of those guys are still there. Uh, Annabelle, Harold. So there's a lot of good guys. And it's good to see them. Uh, uh, Ramirez says, I improve a lot on your one skill, one drill series. I love hearing that. I would love for the next time that you are shooting um, or next time you're practicing some of your one skill, one drill stuff or doing anything that you've learned from the account, if you could record a couple clips of that and uh, tag us on your story or share that with us, we'd be happy to reshare that and show, show the rest of our followers the ones who are putting in that work so that they can't so that people won't be surprised by those who are successful because it's those who are putting in the work every single day that are that are going to get better um, there's there's not too much on our account that that it will be overly amazing there's no special skill there's no special drill that you can do there's no special meal that you can eat that is going to get you the results that you want on the field it's it's um it's really the consistency over time this account is basically just proof to you guys what is necessary to become successful like we speak a lot about soccer but just in life if you'll notice ross goes live on the account every single day there's a post that goes on the account every single day there's a new video that we shoot every single day I join every single week every single Thursday at 6 p.m. PST 9 p.m. EST without fail right we meet our perfect soccer team our team meets every Monday for our team meeting but before our team meeting we have our team leaders meeting for an hour and then before that we have our team directors meeting for an hour right so there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the background that you don't necessarily see like uh, I was speaking my dad was here visiting this weekend and I was what I was what I was expressing to him because he saw the setup and he's going like Okay, the setup's really nice, but you know, he's he's he was saying your guys' generation, everything's so curated and and perfect. And uh, it's a distortion of reality and, and when I was explaining to him I said, Yeah, I, I agree a thousand percent. It's it's true. Um, most people are only sharing their highlights only when everything looks good, only when everything is just right or perfect, right? But that's a big reason why we're saying, okay, perfect soccer, perfect, perfection. We're striving for perfection, but we know you can never attain perfection. So it's a process. It's the process of striving for perfection. And what does that allow us to do? It allows us to continue to grow and learn every single day, knowing we'll never get there, right? So life becomes a process, but one we choose. So we choose our sacrifice for me. Life is about choosing what you sacrifice your life for or you can allow it to be chosen for you. But either way, it's a sacrifice. You're, you're gonna give up something. You have to give up something to attain something. So you're, you're going to, uh, <laughs> you're either going to 
give up your choice because you're not going to make a choice and someone else will make the choice for you. It's just a matter of time, which means you've sacrificed or you're going to sacrifice uh, your time, effort and energy for the thing that you choose. So you're making a choice. You're going to make you're going to make a sacrifice. It's whether you choose your sacrifice or not. And that's what you have to that's what you have to accept for yourself. That's what you have to decide if you're going to or not. And where you get up is ultimately up to you. Um, so with our account and with everything that you guys have seen us transpire over the last two and a half years, two and a half years now, uh, well, I mean, we really started the company back in 2013 officially, but you'll see that Ross started shooting videos maybe two years ago. Has it been a little over two years now? I'm trying to think. We've been doing a lot of work. Like I said, we've been focused. I'm not focused on the time. I'm just focused on the work. But go back to our very first YouTube video that Ross had shot. The one thing that I realized I was missing when I started this was it would have been great if I was recording what I was doing before we got to a certain point in time because most people only see this, this part, when the set is up, when the lighting's nice, when the, when the, the camera's rolling right, when the ball's there, the design is there, everything's looking good, you got the merch, all of that stuff. But many of you who've been with us from the beginning have seen the very first video where Ross is sitting in front of the camera on his, on his laptop, on his old, old, old laptop with just the, the camera facing him and he just is talking. He's rambling a little bit. He's a bit nervous. He's not, he doesn't know fully, he's not fully confident in what he, in, in, in the process. He doesn't know it yet, but he's just taking action. That's what we talk about. He's like, he's self-honest with himself. He wants to do this just because he's not perfect at it now. doesn't mean that he's not going to do, he's not going to, he's not going to practice. He's not going to make mistakes. Mistakes are part of the process. So what's great about that is guys, you can go back from our account and look from the beginning and we, we purposely leave everything up hate comments, nothing. We don't delete stuff. Just leave it up, leave it up, leaving it up. So you can see the process progress. It takes time. It's not perfect when it starts out and it's never going to be. So tying that back with what my dad was talking about, he's right. A thousand percent, which is why we've set out years ago to make sure you guys can see what it takes, not just hear what it takes and not just be, not just be told after the fact, right? It's one thing for younger people to hear it. Maybe they believe, okay, you know, I hear you, I hear you. But now if I can go, go back two years and watch the first video, go back and watch it. And then let me know what you see, what the difference is. And now you can see how long it took. And now you can understand that some people work slower than others. And then, you, then you're going to ask yourself, you can be honest with yourself. Are you someone who works slowly, learns slowly? Do you need more time? Do you not have as many skills? Are you not as naturally talented? If so, that's no problem. Because that means there's, there's, uh, there's other things you're going to have to learn first, or there's going to be more work that you have to put in before you can get to that level. But that's what's going to give you the context. That's what's going to give you the, uh, the, the confidence necessary to, to understand what it takes to be successful. And... The difficult thing is it takes a lot of work. It's very hard. It's very difficult and it takes a long time. And, uh, to make it, you need to master the MSL and that's what we're here doing right now. And that's why we're talking about these things. And, um, these videos, hopefully you're, uh, someone in the future listening to the replay of this over on SoundCloud or iTunes, or you're listening to this in your car or walking your dog or, or running or you know, watching it over on YouTube. These are these concepts and philosophies, these ideas, what we're talking about are things that hopefully will grow in value for you over time. The, the idea and thought is you come back and rewatch this video six months from now, or re-listen to this podcast six months from now, and then, and then see what parts of this, of this idea, of these concepts, of these connections are now more clear or have been shifted in your mind based on the experiences you have now. And the idea is that when looking back and re-listening, you 
pull more knowledge from from uh, the content we're creating and providing and you gain more confidence in why you're doing what you're doing and why you're listening to what you're listening to. That is the whole purpose of what we're doing. Our purpose here is to over, over deliver value, leave every exchange having given more than we received. And if we, we believe if we do that, if we execute on that, if we give you um, our, 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 our full knowledge, our full knowledge rooted in our experience, it can only serve you to help you expedite and speed up the process that is necessary to to uh, to be successful in soccer and hopefully outside of it. So let's see what else we've got here. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one -on -one directly? Now you can with B-Pro Mentality. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-Pro, that's perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Okay, so, uh, okay, Anthony gave me a little bit more information, so let's see, let's see what we got here. The team has me on the reserves in, uh, so the team that has me on the reserves is brand new, may enter the UPSL. The other team is in the SFSFL in San Francisco currently. I've been looking at playing time, discipline, and league quality. Yeah, uh, I think when you're grinding, it just comes down to games played. You got to get as many games as you possibly can, um, however you can get them, wherever you got to go to get them. Like in my off seasons, I would... Or let's see, in college, in summers, I would go play for Sonoma County Soul, the Bakersfield Brigade. Um, in my off seasons, my off seasons, and I still in my off seasons when I'm back in California, I go play with PSA Elite. I'll play in, at, in central midfield. I'll play at right back and center back just to give myself more looks and different perspectives and understanding the game at different levels. Uh, it's just about experience, exposure, as many games, as much game time and play time as you possibly can. Uh, Latino said, Quincy, I get easily scared and nervous when I'm on a new club or camp. How do I not be afraid of doing or facing something new? Um, I don't think you'll ever not be afraid of facing something new. What, what you focus on is embracing the fact that you're scared of something new. Um, it's just a mindset tweak. It's almost going, if I'm scared, I should do it. And once you start to attack things that you're scared of or you're nervous of, you start to, it's again, a snowball effect. You start to overcome those things. Then you, then you start to build confidence in those things. And then you start seeking those things, which means you, your, your, your experience grows and your ability to face chaos and remain composed also grows. Um, yeah, confidence is a process. One that one that starts with seeing something you're afraid of and still doing it anyway. So one thing you could ask, you could you can tell yourself, and I say a lot is, you can you can come with a million excuses for why you can't or why you won't. All you need to find is one reason why you will. So if you see something that you're scared of or you're nervous about, especially joining in the new environment, all you need to think of is the one reason why, despite that, regardless of that, you're still going to do it anyway, or you're still gonna figure out a way, you're gonna figure out a way to make it work. So how do you do that? If you're stuck and you don't know how to do that, that's where you need to make sure your why, why, your purpose, why you're doing this has to be greater than your, uh, has to be greater than your fear to not do it. Hopefully I think I said that correctly. So if your why is big enough, then no matter what you face, it's not going to be greater than your why. So you're going to do it because your why trumps not doing it. When your why isn't big enough, then any and every excuse or reason that you can come up with whether it could be a good excuse, it could be a valid one, it could be it could be a really great excuse. I'm not saying that there aren't great excuses. What I'm saying is make your reason why so much bigger than any excuse that you could ever come up with, and there you go. 
you're, you've solved your problem. But most people aren't willing to define a why big enough because it removes their ability to make excuses. Bang. Haven't said that before, but that better conveys the idea that I've been trying to uh, speak to for a while. So that better helps me understand someone else's perspective. Because I've been thinking a lot lately, why won't someone define what their why is? Like, what's so difficult about doing that for me, from my perspective? Because I'm thinking, I'm trying to, you know, I want to understand how people think, why they think the way they do. But that would make sense. It's a good defense mechanism. If I never define a why big enough, I can always have an excuse that trumps my why which justifies to me why I don't have to do something or I don't have to take action, which can blame everyone other than myself. And in doing so, I can justify why I'm where I am because it's everybody else's fault. That's the victim mentality. And if you are someone who has that, are you aware of it? And if so, do you feel it serves you in the long term? Because I think in the short term, the victim mentality actually makes sense. It serves you. Uh, oh, woe is me. You should feel sorry for me. This is unfair. The system is designed against me. Uh, things are set up against me. I don't have the resources. I don't have access to this. I don't have this. I don't have this. I don't have this. And I go, okay. Okay, in the short term. That's true. That may be true. Um, but if that's true and there's no means or way of overcoming that, then you only have two options. That is to accept your situation and circumstances or, or uh, yeah, accept your situation and circumstances and try to find happiness in, in what has been given to you because from your words and your perspective, there's nothing you can do. Or realize that even if 99.9% .9 of it is everything else and is impossible, you're just gonna focus on the 0.01% that isn't, that can give you a chance. And that's what you're gonna build on because everyone starts at zero, right? Everyone starts at zero. Maybe after a, a week or two, you, you get leveled up really quickly because you come from a very good family, you have a lot of a support system or, or whatever, or you're in a great environment and other people are not. But technically, if you really, that's what I'm saying, we're talking about the MSL here. Um, we're, we always talk about the extremes because most people are saying they're trying to find balance, but here we're saying, no, we're trying to find the extremes. Because if you find the extremes, then you know where the balance is. If you're searching, if you're searching for balance and you never find the extremes, you'll never find balance. But if at least if you find your extremes, you can, you find balance by default. And by finding the extremes, you're creating a process a process in which you'll figure out what balance is. And if you're on a journey of looking for balance and finding it, you may never find it. And that's when you're along for the ride. So that also better conveys and ties together what I was trying to convey and tie it together earlier when I lost my train of thought on uh, why I define it as a process is not a journey, you know? Um, and, and better clarify that because uh, though we may be saying the same word, our interpretation our experience of that word may be different. So giving enough context so it can be understood what I mean when I'm using sp specific words or particular words um, and relating them to experiences that we all have and we can all share. So again, the extremes. We're looking to find the extremes. And in the extremes, we can find balance. And then from there, we can decide what it is we want our life to be. And then we can create a journey. But first we want to build the process. Let's see what we got here. Lots joining the call. I appreciate it. Coach Mark Davis, welcome to the live. David F. Style, what's going on? Yas the, yes, the eel sign. Uh, Adrian, Adrian Chico, Chicho. <laughs> what's up? Uh, Angelita0125, welcome. Steven.14, what's going on, guys? Let's see. SS, SSFC memes, 
What's going on? Said huge fan man. Welcome, welcome. Hey, Lucho. Hey, welcome, Lucho. Lucho Acosta just joined the live. What's going on, man? Appreciate the the support. Oh, man. I'm going to mess this up and do that. There we go. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. The support from the teammates. I appreciate it. Love this. Love the support. Uh, Latino said, my phone's about to die. Later, everyone. Thanks, Quincy. Of course, man. Uh, hopefully catch you here next week. Appreciate having you join in. Uh, SSF meme said, no, never retire. Hopefully, hopefully never. Hopefully not for a very long time. And of course, no, uh, happy to help with the advice. Uh, I do what I can to make the best choice. That's all you can do. Uh, okay, K23 Hampton asked, uh, what are your thoughts on visualization? I think visualization is a hugely valuable tool. Uh, one that you can, you should be utilized to the best of your ability. Uh, you know, a lot of people say, hey, what are you doing in school? Just daydreaming. That's that's visualization, right? So where are you putting yourself when you're when you're daydreaming? When you're when you're visualizing things, and um, how can you basically do MSL training? This is mental strength training. Uh, clearly visualize and see in your mind what it is you want to achieve or accomplish, and then break it down to what actions. And yeah, what actions you need to take to make that happen. So maybe instead of, let's say you want to score the game winning goal in the World Cup. Okay, and that's what you're visualizing. I think a lot of kids visualize stuff like that. I want to play for Barcelona. Um, I'm visualizing that. I want to play for DC United one day. I'm visualizing that. But I think a more efficient use of your mental energy in those visualization exercises is visualizing the actions and things that would have to happen for you or the things that you need to, would need to do to make that goal a reality. So visualizing kicking the ball against the wall a thousand times. Can you mentally picture and visualize yourself doing that? Taking a kick shot a hundred times. Literally visualizing, setting it up, seeing the seeing the wall, seeing the goalie, seeing the, the crowd in the stands, or even just on the practice pitch, seeing the goalie, seeing the wall, striking the ball over over the wall, hitting hitting the exact spot on the net, the square in the net. I'm I'm literally thinking about that and I'm seeing that now. And then setting the ball down again, backing up to the backing up the way in which you approach the ball. So what I'm thinking about now, because I'm out at training, I'm watching Lucho and, uh, and Rooney hit free kicks every single day. So I learn a lot from visual. So I'm actually visualizing because I'm sitting there watching, um, but then I store that memory bank. And then when I'm thinking about practicing shooting, I'm visualizing their technique, their approach and how they're striking the ball and when they're striking the ball. And that is almost, I won't say it's the same as doing it, but it's almost just as good. Like getting the mental reps is just as important as getting the physical reps. And if you can't go get physical, then mental is the next best thing. And most people can't even do the mental reps. So if I said, okay, visualize taking a kick a hundred times in a row. Probably if you've ever practiced visualization, you haven't done that before. By the time you get to the 10th time, you 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 probably your brain will go off in other directions and you want you'll focus on something else you think about netflix or your homework tomorrow or something like that like see how many times you can visually repeat the same task over in your mind just sitting at your chair and once you once you start doing that you may fully understand the difficulty of becoming the level you say you want to at whatever it is you want to do because if you can't even visualize it you can't mentally picture just sit there and picture doing that action a hundred times on your own without thinking of other things doing something else and you know working on something else in between and taking a break you're, you're not going to be able to do the physical aspects necessary to get to that level so visualization is huge it's huge 
I'd say, you guys knowing me with the MSL and stuff, 90%, maybe even more, of all the tasks I'm actually doing are visualization in my mind. Um, walking down walking different paths of thoughts and ideas, and then taking those thoughts and ideas and putting myself in a, in a world that I've created in my mind, and then creating that avatar digitally, and navigating them in that space. We talked, uh, I was talking with Ross a bit earlier about that. I think the theme now is gonna start going into, into space and what space means and that concept. Um, and I kinda wanna go down that in a minute, but. So, if you can visualize, so you're seeing yourself now, who you are now, and now I'm visualizing myself in my own mind of me sitting in this chair right now in the world of my mind in this moment. And now I can visualize myself getting up, walking up the stairs, opening a door, walking through my kitchen, opening the next thing, walking into the fridge and opening up the fridge, looking in the fridge. There's, there's, um, there's cranberry juice on the left side. There's some oatmeal over here on the, on the lower left side. There's eggs right here on the right side. There's, um, some sparkling water in the, in the, in the door handle here. There's a red towel on the bottom of the, the freezer. I could open the freezer and on top there's a pizza box and on top of that upside down is a, is a vanilla flavored ice cream, right? So I almost want to walk up and show that and walk that way and so we could do that. But visualization, so, so really think about that. I'm what I'm, I'm, where am I? When visualizing and thinking about that, going through those steps, what world am I in? And what version of me is that? Is it a real version? Is it a digital version in my mind? Is it, what is it? So like, like we could guess what that actually is, but, but my, the idea of is really saying like, what space am I occupying when I'm doing that? And if all those things transpire and how it works and that's, and, and that's what's there, then I don't physically have to do it for that to be true. So then, and the reason why I'm saying that is now I'm taking that uh, avatar of myself, that version of myself, and now I'm putting that person in a world in which I've constructed around the ideas, perspectives, and personalities of the people I've met throughout my life. And then you're testing ideas. You're testing, if I say this, and you guys do this, right? You're, you're, maybe you're making up a conversation with someone else. Like you'll say this, then they'll say that, then they say this, then they'll say that. So it's, it's, it's a, I mean, it's a concept we all do. It's an experience we all have. Um, but how deep are you going with it? And how are you using that to help to, let's see, to, again, um, I haven't described these concepts uh, to other people. These are the ones in which I think about it. So it's, I've, this is why I enjoy this show because I can start, you know, conveying these thoughts and kind of refine down what it is I'm trying to say. Um, but how is it that you can use that capacity that you have mentally to, to be more efficient with the time that is analog, that you, that you, that is, um, I believe most precious and valuable to you because it's the one thing that you create more of, right? So for me, I'm going, the better I can get at the mental projection, the visualization of the world around me and understanding the thought processes of those around me and always having growth mindset, right? Our fifth, uh, self-honesty, self-initiative, self-accountability, growth mindset, our fourth core value, growth mindset, the more I can have growth mindset and be open to taking in the information as it is, the greater capacity I have to create a world in which I can visualize and project my ideas into and troubleshoot and test those ideas before I then come to a decision on what actions I'm going to take physically, analog, in this, in this state, in this space, this physical space in which I occupy, right? So I have unlimited space in my mind 
and in a limited capacity digitally to go to and travel to and experience potential outcomes I think are relevant or relative, right? Relative, there you go, relativity. So relative my current state here now. And then through those projections and ideas, I can then narrow down what might've been 10,000 potential possibilities in which I go, let's say, okay, based on my experiences in the past, the lessons I've learned from the mistakes I've made and the progress I've made to this point, I think focusing on these 10 first or the 100 first in this physical analog position in this moment will help me save the time the physical time it actually taken me to go through the 9,900 other things I would have had to have done to come to this conclude this very conclusion anyway. That's why I think it's very important to uh, to learn from the mistakes and lessons learned from others, right? Um, download someone else's experience. It doesn't mean everything that is true and everything that they're saying is correct, but what it does do is it gives you a framework to start with. If, you're, if there's 10,000 potential possibilities, in which you can go or the direction you're going in, maybe you want to, maybe it's better to start with someone who's done that 10,000 things and ends up saying like, hey, I did these 10,000 things and I only focus on 100 and these are the reasons why I only focus on these 100. Now you start there and and then maybe you start to realize that 50% 50 of those things that they're talking about, you agree with and that's true, but the other 50 you don't. So with that, with the at least the base knowledge that you have from them there, you can now go and start testing on the 9,900 other things that are out there, but you can probably make decisions much faster than they did to realize that, okay, yeah, these ones, no, these, no, ah, kind of this one, yes, this one, yes, that one, no, that one, no, and then you start to build, right? A process. I'm walking you through my process. This is how I started. This is how I built. This is how I've grown, and this is how we refine um, our process moving forward. So it's build, scale, tweak, repeat. That's how it works. Build something, start with something, let's build it up, see how it falls, see how it breaks, see the mistakes. Then once we uh, find something that works and we know that it works and it's built on consolidation, now we can start to scale it. We try to multiply it. Once we do that, look back, see what happens, see what's true, what's not. Then we tweak it. We try different things. We implement new ideas. And then once we've got something solid, that makes sense, that we know gets the results that we want to get and we can share with others, we repeat, which is the cell, guys. You're learning the whole thing. Thanks for hanging with me for this hour of uh, deep thought. Let's see what we got here. Um, Gingerman underscore 4845, welcome to the live. The underscore K underscore bro. What's going on? Let's see. Yeah, K23 Hampton said, uh, vivid visualization can trick your mind into thinking what you're envisioning actually happened in real life. That's facts. Um, I've just started visualization and it's already done crazy things for me, but I love getting others' perspectives on visualization. Good. I'm glad to see that you understand how it can be a tool in your tool belt. And uh, the more you build, uh, the faster you can grow. The faster you can learn from your previous mistakes. <laughs> A underscore four underscore a fill set Quincy greater than Messi. Maybe in teaching the MSL, but not 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 in the not in ball control and soccer IQ and overall fill of the game. But I appreciate that. I will take a compliment. Love the visualization talk, very valuable stuff. Happy to speak into existence. Soccer Noob 911, what's going on? Welcome. Daisy Lenore, what's going on? Uh, joined us earlier on the live with Ross. Uh, let's see what we got here. Yeah, of course. Let's see, let's see. All right, guys, I've got, whew, I think I've got like five minutes left before the live's gonna kick me off. So if you've got any more questions, make sure to drop them in now as we're wrapping it up. Uh, but while I'm waiting on some of you guys to maybe drop in your last couple questions here, excuse me, uh, I will, it gives me a great opportunity to let you guys know the Perfect Soccer Mentors program is live. So uh, head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash bpro and um, sign to apply uh, to apply to work with a B Pro Pro or Perfect Soccer Pro. Um, 
we go live. I go live every Thursday at 6 p.m. PST for the Soccer Pro Show. This is almost like uh, group coaching, uh, coaching group group uh, talk, and you can get. Hopefully, I try to get to as many questions as I possibly can. But we also understand that many individuals like one-on-one individual accountability uh, work. And that's what the B-Pro program is. We've got that set up, and it's actually killing it, to be fair. A couple of guys a couple guys in my room are going through the program, have been going through the program the last three to four months. Uh, so hopefully I'll start getting some of their testimonials together soon so you guys can hear from them what they have to say about going through, going through it. But it's really just about accountability and uh, having a system in place that, that – holds you accountable to what it is that you want to achieve and gives you the greatest ability to 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 develop the skills necessary to becoming a a self-sufficient goal-oriented focused individual and uh, that's what we're doing with the B Pro program so if you're interested go ahead and head over there and apply to join our team uh, and how valuable is it to find a role on your team and do it in the do it to the best of your ability I think it's the most valuable uh, your job is to your job is to understand what your role is in your team and do it to the best of your ability. I think that's the job of a player. Now, there are many different things that can prevent you from doing your job to the best of your ability, but regardless of those things, that is still your job. Um, and there's the job you believe you need to be doing, and then there's the job that the coaching staff, the general management, the or the front office, and the staff and your teammates believe that you're supposed to be doing. So. That's really team building and culture building where everyone is on the same page. So as you can tell, our team, our perfect soccer, our community, all is built on the same page. We understand what our goal and vision is here. We're, we're a team of individuals who are going to use soccer as a vehicle to create over 10 million self-sufficient, goal-oriented, focused individuals. Right? Our purpose is to over-deliver value, leaving every exchange having given more than received. And what are we selling? We're selling you on the idea that you is all you need to get to wherever you want to go or be in life and soccer. We are all on the same page. Everyone here in this community understands that, and it will not change. It is not changing. That is why when you show up here, you understand what we stand for and you understand what we stand against. So it's very easy to know what your job is and role is, and if what we're selling, what we're sharing, what we're teaching aligns with what you want to buy, right? You, We're not trying to sell those who aren't sellable. So that's what we're selling. And I think it takes time to build culture. It takes time to build, uh, to gain experience. And it takes time for people to get the results from, from the work that they're putting in. And that only comes with consistency over time. So you have to practice what you preach. If we, if we're telling you, you have to be consistent. You have to show up even when you don't want to. You have to do the work. You have to, you have to, you have to. You're all. You have to believe in your process. You have to believe in why you're doing it. Your why has to be greater than your reason why not. If we were doing that, if we weren't examples of that, if we weren't showing you that, then we're contradicting what we're saying. The problem is the world spends a lot of time saying one thing and showing you another. So it takes a little bit of time for us to cut through that noise. But guess what? We're committed to making it happen. So it's already happened. It's already happened in my mind. So the physical world is just on delay. And we talked about that in previous episodes. Maybe I think in this third or fourth episode, definitely go back and rewatch that. So now all these are going to start to connect bigger picture. So you can now go back and rewatch some of episode one, two, three, four, five. And you'll start to connect them to the concepts that we're talking about here. It takes hours of conversation to build enough of a text for all of us to have equal understanding and be on the same page as to what it is we're doing, why we're doing it, and how long it takes to get us where we want to go. Then once we get there, confidence is already, it's a snowball effect. Once you get out the other side, you now know what you're capable of. And once you know what you're capable of, no one can stop you but you. But that pretty much wraps up. We've got 59 seconds left before Instagram kicks me off. I want to thank everybody for joining in on the live. As always, I go live every Thursday. Please, if you get anything out of these lives, you enjoy them, you get something of value, I'd love it if you guys could screenshot, uh, screenshot this, uh, share it on your story, tag the Perfect Soccer tag my personal account. Let me know what you've taken away. Let me know what you like, what you don't like, what could be better. Um, what's improved as a result of joining on these and ideas that you've learned or come to that you, you'd like to share. 
um, you know, we're this to hopefully create the best and number one soccer community online, help each other achieve our goals. And uh, I can't do that without your feedback and understanding where you're at. So I've got 10 seconds left. Thank you again. Please tag and share. Let me know what you think. And I will see you guys next Thursday at the same time. Peace. Quincy Ameriqua here. And thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.